How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Alright, Ian, it's uh, it's kind of like a funeral now, because movies are dead, dying, never coming back, uh, never going to get to see anything. Certainly seems like it. <sighs> this sucks. Yeah, it's like movies in general are just being postponed indefinitely, but what else is new? But, I mean, now with the, the news of Regal closing, I feel like this is definitely the beginning of the end for movie theaters, because, I mean, they were the second biggest. And yeah. the biggest chain, AMC, is not even doing well to begin with either, so... Yeah. Who knows? I mean, at least it's a... It's not like a permanent closing thing. It's... So they say. You know... And at the same time, like... I mean, why not? I mean, you know, 50% of all of their money comes from New York and California alone. And... At least in the U.S., and with those moronic governments still being shut down, there's, I mean, kind of no point in yeah, and them staying open. I mean, they're just constantly losing money with it being open. So yeah, I don't know. But I, I just I just worry that even when they can reopen, if they'll still be you know yeah. profitable enough to keep their doors open, that's a that's a worry. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. It is it's definitely a worry. I'm I'm worried that movies are going to shift from being as important and then it's just going to all become crappy streaming shows. And that's that's going to be the entertainment. I mean, it's definitely what they seem to be going toward. I mean, even like movies won't go away completely, obviously, but if anything, yeah, they'll all just go to streaming platforms, which I hate. And, and I hate it. judging by, yeah, and I have seen a lot of people online too who who don't like it either, especially the ridiculous like thirty dollar prices for yep. renting a movie for twenty four hours. Like, I, so I don't know what's gonna happen if like someone like normally I would say, oh, Disney would just come in and probably buy AMC, but <laughs> Disney is in no position to do that. So nope, and I, I, and technically it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, I would think so too. So it is. That was part so of the I, part of the history of movies way back in the I don't remember when it happened, the fifties or sixties, when it's basically a monopoly because yeah, you would they would make movies and distribute them like it would all be done with the same company and that was deemed deemed illegal. So it's illegal for movie companies to own theater chains. Yeah, so I, I have no idea. What's going to happen? Because I mean, the now pretty much there isn't any big movie coming out until next summer. Uh, I mean, yep. they, they still haven't pushed back Wonder Woman, but you know they've got it. Yes, they did. Really, I thought it was still officially December twenty twenty. Oh, was it? Oh, maybe. When did uh? What did they push uh James Bond back to? I don't remember. Um, I think like April. Okay. Yeah, April, and then but yeah, I, Wonder Woman's got to be coming down the pipe soon. Yeah. In terms of the announcement of it being pushed back. You would think. Um obviously the big news is that the Batman was pushed back again to <sighs> March of twenty twenty two. Yep. Seventeen months away, Ian. I like dude, as it was bad enough because I I first saw the news about Dune being pushed back. I'm like, Yep. Okay, that sucks, but it's not surprising. And then and then when I saw what date was pushed back to, I was like, wait, that's the same day as Batman. I'm like 
oh, that means Batman's being pushed back too. And sure yep. enough, that announcement came like two hours later. So sure God, yeah, that freaking sucks, dude. Yes, it does. Um, still working on getting the film, getting it done. Uh, apparently they're set to film at, uh, there's a cemetery in the UK that there's a letter going around. So they're going to film there apparently next week. But apparently there's threats of another shutdown potentially in in filming. So who knows? Like for what reason? Like I don't know. I just have heard that it's been rumored that there'll be another a third shutdown. Again, I don't well, know, I know why. That, I know Doomcock is reporting about about a bunch of drama. I haven't seen like his video or specifically what yeah, the drama is. Yeah, I watched it. According to him, everything's just pretty bad, and Robert Pattinson is being like the worst person ever. Oh, really? Not not caring and and the whole working out thing apparently was real and he's he doesn't want to do anything he hasn't wanted to he hasn't trained he hasn't followed any of that and matt reeves is just so apparently there's a rumor that doomcock said again i don't know anything about doomcock's video he hates robert pattinson anyway and hates everything about him being batman anyway but so it's midnight's edge too right so you know take that for whatever but he was saying that apparently the covid thing was just a cover for Robert Pattinson not being in shape mm. and that that's a rumor going around that he showed up to set and Matt Reeves was like no no chance like we can't even oh, wow. film with this I think that sounds ridiculous yeah because it's not like it, it, certain actors kind of are known for, like I mean certain people are more prone to being like out of shape or it's easier for them to gain weight right. but if anything like Robert Pattinson is like too Guineas, well, that's, so can, that was it. Like that was the problem. Like he had, he was so small. Like that, that was that was apparently the issue. So, and apparently, like the stunt doubles are like, you know, jacked human beings, yeah. and, and there was literally no way. Like it was impossible not to tell that he was yeah. not in the suit. Like for the the stunt, or you know, for that stuff. So apparently, that's what's been going on. Again, no idea. I don't know. To me, that seems a little ridiculous and a little yeah. bit too far. Like it, it seems too extreme. Yeah, of, of something going on for for a production where we haven't heard anything like that at all yet. Right. So yeah, I just I, I wonder because unfortunately, not not saying that Doomcock and Midnight's Edge are part of this group, but there is you can't deny a huge group still that wants this movie to fail because it. Yep. It's competing with Ben Affleck and that whole stupid. Which is funny because neither of them even like those movies. Yeah, no, I don't get it. So, but but again, like the whole Snyder verse has become a a, a political or a social movement against you know big, yep. big studio cronies and and dumb yep. politics or whatever. So again, it's like not even when even when the product isn't that good, like the freaking movies that's still being championed is like a cause for the people. I was like, no, please. No. So yeah, which is just frustrating, especially for us who are just caught in the middle of this. Yeah. We're in no man's land, which we, it, we've it talked about this ad nauseum on the show, how we both completely agree with the sticking it to the studio system and are oh, all yeah. for the fan voice and all that stuff, but just not with this. Cause we think it's trash. So. Yeah. And, and everybody did too. Hence the fact no one was excited before he was fired. I know. Oh, God. I know. I'm telling you, man. It's this. We. It's weird hindsight. I don't know what it is, but it, it happens history. a lot. Yeah. yeah, it happens a yeah. lot. Where it's just new, Rose new things glasses. attract people. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it, I mean, it's it's fairly common for stuff like this yeah. to happen. But it's it's very odd. the The weirdest part is going to be when it comes out, 
the, mm. the reactions. The weirdest part will be the initial reactions and then the reactions six months later. That'll be yeah, because interesting. You're, you're totally right because that's what's that's what we're, where movies have become now, where they're so hyped up. It's like at first everyone loves them, yeah. And then within Which three I've months, I've fallen into like, that plenty of times. Like I get sure, it, we all have, I totally to get some it. Extent. Yeah, but then it's the but Last it's, Jedi, biggest example. Sure, fully sure. admit it. I tried yeah. for a couple months to convince myself that I liked that movie and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, sure, we all have our you know biases and, and stuff like that, but yeah, it's definitely become <laughs> man of steel. Yeah, there you go. But uh, although as soon as I saw that, I knew it wasn't good. But um, <laughs> hey, you still but, uh, had a a little bit of a you still had a little bit where uh, you tried to hold on for for a little a little little while. Not oh, sure, long, yeah, that, not long. Yeah, the more I thought about, it, yeah, but um, but yeah, and then I also like you kind of said I hate the thing where like when a new version of like a character or superhero comes out, we have to start tearing down the old ones. So yeah, like now with yeah. Tom Holland Spider Man, we have to tear apart. Freaking uh, Raymond Spider Man. It's like, why? Except why do we have to Andrew do that? Garfield. And now there's the revisionist thing with that for some reason. It's tear down yeah, the Raimi on one. That build, build back up the Andrew Garfield one. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it, man. It's just. That's it's a, weird. When it's, I saw it's that weird. News, I'm like, I'm like, this has to be an onion. I'm like, of all freaking villains to bring back, you bring back the worst one ever. Literally the, the worst Spider Man villain of all time that we have ever seen in any movie. Without even a close second, there's not but a. Now I, I, mean, the, I mean, he's he makes makes Topher Grace look fantastic. Like it's it's right. that and, bad. And the worst part is now I see people championing it. I'm like, what? Like when did these movies become beloved? I'm like, that's what I don't yeah, get. I, like, I I don't I don't understand. Well, I think I think for any movie, there's a group of people that like it for for anything. Oh and, god, yeah, I'm seeing praise for the old Fantastic Four movies. I'm like, what? And somehow. There's a thing with liking things that most people don't like. There is an appeal to that, and I do get that to some degree. But the the amount we've seen mm-hmm. it recently is very strange. I do agree. It, it is yeah. very weird. Um, yeah. Again, I mean, I have mixed things with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's. The first one I think is a half decent movie. Um, it at least is a Spider-Man movie compared, you know, to sure. the MCU stuff. It's it makes those look. I mean, those make it look fantastic. Like I went back and watched yeah. the first Amazing Spider-Man, not too too maybe last year. I think I think after uh 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 what's uh um the worst Spider-Man movie of Spider-Man. all time? Yeah, that when that came out, and I did go and see that because I'm a masochist and it was a Spider-Man thing, and I was like, I'm gonna see it, and <laughs> now I won't ever again. Sure. But um. I watched Amazing Spider-Man after that and was like, this movie's... And I always thought that movie was okay. I remember when it first came out. I, we, I know me and my dad were both dis, a little disappointed, but sure, it's a very much 50-50 movie. I, I like 50% of it, and I really don't like 50% of it. But I like it even more now after watching the MCU Spider-Man movies. Cause I'm like, at least this is Spider-Man. Like, there's sure. no denying that. I mean, you have the bridge scene where... You know, he oh, becomes yeah, Spider-Man for the first time, and it's freaking amazing. Like, th- there's some moments like that. You know, obviously, the, the web-slinging looks amazing because it's all done practically. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff. Um, But, yeah, th- th- I have zero. I-, I have nothing for Amazing Spider-Man 2. There- there's there's nothing there's nothing yeah, redeeming so- about that except for maybe the-, the-, the visual effects look good, which they do. But Sure. Um, but yeah, but, like, th- that news, I-, I just don't get I guess they're setting up a... 
I mean, I'm guessing this is probably going to lead to Sinister Six. That'd be my it guess. It has to still. be that he was the only person that agreed. Like they, they must Maybe. have, they must have wanted to, you know, because I know, I know, th- I, I could definitely see them, especially after Spider Verse, with, with yeah. wanting to do something like that, and now with DC doing it with uh, the Flash movie. Like I totally get them wanting to do that, and, and I'm all for that. That's one way they could get me back into it, but um. All I can think of is that's just he's the only person that said yes out of all the like villains that they contacted. If like they're like, we need to try and get a previous villain to try and start tying things together or something like that to start bringing back whatever. And I guess he's just the only one that said yes, because you're like, William Defoe's not going to do it again. Alfred Molina is not going to do it again. Topher Grace definitely isn't going to do it again. And nobody wants him anyway. And uh so um, Michael Keaton's not going to do it because now he's doing the DC stuff. Oh, God, so it's right. like, flash. so it's like, who who else is there? And Jamie Foxx will always take a paycheck, right? Jamie Fa- Jamie Foxx will literally do anything, and so that's that that that's only that's the only way I can even not not justify isn't the right word, but it's the only path I can even see to how this happened. God, that's oh god I, I still don't get it it's like even no no, if no you, i agree it's a horrible idea but i honestly i also don't care anymore no, far from home true. ended i'm done out gone no more spider-man for mark that that's for that, that's for sure so i don't have to care that's the one <laughs> good part about it uh, to be honest, I would almost be a little bit more annoyed if, like, they did get William Defoe or someone. Because I'm like, tried Dang it, to, now yeah, I have to care again. Debate. So yeah. I and I so I don't have to with this. So that's good. Um, sure. By the way, we're talking Batman sixty six today. Didn't mention that at the beginning. We'll mention that sure. fifteen minutes into the show. That's <laughs> what we're talking about today. Two episodes. We got the greatest mother of them all and Ma Parker. So that's what we're going to talk about. Although at this point, we're almost ready to talk about that because we've almost talked about everything else. But um. Anyway, um, just wanted to introduce the show 15 minutes in. Right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I totally forgot about the, the whole Jimmy Fox thing until you mentioned that right there. So that's, uh, yeah, I did, I did want to talk about that. Um, all right. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't is that it? Is that all? The, oh, no, no, no. There's one more thing I want to talk about. This isn't something we normally oh. talk about, but I, I just have to ask, I, I'm dying to know what you think about this. Okay. The Lord of the Rings show. Oh boy! I, I I I have to hear your thoughts on this because I'm someone who doesn't care. You're someone that does. Please enlighten us on your thoughts to R-rated Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um. Not not to be crude. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I I have I have. I, well, I cannot look, stress. you're playing right into their hands. It's R-rated, so there you go. Oh, okay. I cannot stress how little faith I have in Amazon pulling this off because <laughs> I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing but bad things. Like, but I mean, it's they've been trying to pull up the show for years now. Yeah. Um, I mean, and like, and, and they started production even like two or three years ago. But then I heard there's all this drama about the writers' room. Apparently, they got a bunch of young, young, dumb millennial, you know, activist writers. So and, they pulled a Star so this, Trek. Exactly, and, and they're they're they seem to be just following all the worst, you know, examples. Star Wars and Star Trek, following Star you know, Trek. Yeah, yeah, making it political, and then you know, not respecting the lore. But then when I heard that they were going to have nudity in in a Lord of the Rings show, <laughs> which is so annoying because they're only they're only doing that 
to compete with Game of Thrones, which is so enraging because <laughs> Lord of the Rings is what inspired Game of Thrones. There right. would be no Game of Thrones without Lord of the Rings. And so right. now the thing that inspired, the thing that is way better than Lord, than Game of Thrones is now being fitted to be like game of thrones right. it's like the very thing it ripped off and oh it's God, literally it's... the exact same thing as star trek like like oh, yeah. exact like it is blueprint step for step exactly what star trek did because star trek like lord of the rings was the pioneer for everything and yes. then decided to go back and try and like be everything what that is now like Yep. But in the worst, and like, look, and there, there is place for that because you do have to adapt things. Like, I understand that you have to update things or whatever, but you don't. Not, try not with and, Tolkien, though. You don't try and catch up with, with this crap. Like, you don't. Yeah, and then Tolkien's that. That's it's a whole different he, he, thing, anyway. Here's, here's the problem: is Tolkien, especially, but this, this also pertains to all of the other kind of properties, but especially with fantasy like Tolkien. When you hear these writers and these creators go, we really want to take, you know, the work of Middle Earth and stuff like that and and make it, you know, resemble more today's issues and stuff. It's like when you do that, when you make fantasy look like the real world, yep. you are destroying the purpose of fantasy. Yep. It's like it's like when you do that with Star Wars, it's like yep. we need more diversity. So we have black and brown people and we have aliens. people. Exactly. We're the freaking aliens. You have aliens. There's you less aliens. Like, it's less diverse. You watch the yeah. prequels and there's a ton of aliens. You watch the sequels and there's like barely any. Or none that talk or none that have an actual like character role. Nope. But no. Uh, so I, I have zero faith. Like as bad as the Hobbit was at times, it was never like cynical. It was It was really if you actually go back and look, it was Peter Jackson being forced to do these movies because originally it was going to do. It was going to be two movies with Guillermo del Toro, but then that fell through. And then he literally came in last minute and they made it, made him do three. And you look at him and that poor guy was ready to kill himself during those whole movies. But um, I was ready to kill myself having to watch all three of them in one sitting. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Why would you? Oh, my mom, I mean, I my mom, my mom, my mom is a blind oh, uh, Lord of the Rings fan. Like she's so much of a fan that she likes the Hobbit movies. So, but there, and there, here's the thing: there are some good things in The Hobbit. Whereas, like when it's bad, it, it's kind of like the prequels, where it's bad from like a, a technical and kind of story point. But it, it's not that cynical. Like again, a bunch of dumb that's, activists. I mean, that's are true. Like, yeah, so, but you look at new Star Wars, you have Ryan Johnson. Yeah, and no, let's not. That were like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, so as bad as The Hobbit was, it was never like okay. Those it, it wasn't. Were, it wasn't really insulting. It was insulting exactly. maybe on a, exactly. on a on a monetary level where it's like it kind of is insulting right. us. We're like, this doesn't need to be made and we know it's just being made for money. But the actual product itself wasn't insulting. It was just bad. Like there, there's a difference. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know, Peter Jackson would never just throw out stuff from like Tolkien that yeah. he made. and was like, oh, no, I'm just going to change this character and oh, I'm going to do this. Whereas like the, the hacks that are doing all the shows and movies now where it's like oh this needs to be updated because this isn't this is problematic with modern times and this character is too much of a blah 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 but it's like <laughs> we didn't have that but we will absolutely have that if uh, if amazon ever gets this show off the ground which i hope they don't but yeah, yeah. i saw that and i was like okay i i'm not watching that <laughs> all right i just i i had to had to hear that i was once i oh, saw that watch? i was just like oh man i want to hear what he yeah. has to say 
Now, yeah, as you could probably guess, do you do you want to um, give our thoughts real quick on the recap of the last couple episodes of The Boys? Oh, I totally forgot. Yeah, I did want to talk about yeah. that, even though we're just padding Rambling. time on this. To be yeah. fair, I don't have a ton to say about this episode. Nothing pretty straightforward. Yeah, it'd be yeah. pretty straightforward. So I don't think it'll take that long. Um, oh. Yeah, I did want to talk about The Boys because, again, we're, this is two weeks from the last time we had an episode. And um, The Boys, after episode five. The boys was uh, it, it, it was not it was not very promising. It was not no. the the it's like the first episode or so was pretty good, and then it just dragged for the next like four episodes. Like it was not good. There was no direction, nothing was happening, no character development, like just nothing. There was nothing happening. Yeah. And then the very that very same day when we. That episode came out for us. <laughs> then episode six came out. And we're like, okay, well, now we're back. <laughs> yeah. And like, then the right, episode right we're, after. We're back that. on track now. And then uh, yeah. and then episode seven came out um, last week. And it was like, okay, okay. Like, look. Up the end uh, even more, yeah. They, they haven't, like, gotten back to, to season one. But, but, like, they're back on track. Like, this was, these were two solid episodes, finally. For the first yeah. time, we finally had episodes that actually developed characters added in Stuff plots happened. like yeah things are happening finally and yeah. uh yeah so that's nice so part of me honestly because i, I rewatched season one before season two started and part of me wants to rewatch season one like season two and see if it was as bad or if we just didn't realize it because you can just binge and watch it all at once because yeah, i feel I, like I'm... we wouldn't be thinking that if we had binged this season because Anyway, because that's what it was designed for, which is what we've talked about before. This was a yeah. stupid well, idea I, by Amazon to do it this way. But, uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, like the, the week to week definitely changes the pacing. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, if you went back and watched the first season week by week, like the episode where we they probably go to think the, the same way. Yeah, like the, I'm thinking like the episode where they go to like the, the, the Christian camp and like yeah. he meets, uh, like that, that would probably be one of the episodes where it's like, oh, not as much happens, kind of slow. But yeah. again, when it's when you're you're watching it in an hour, and then you know you're getting to the next part that's gonna, you know, follow up and you know deliver more. It's like it's not a big deal. Whereas right. like even like you know Daredevil on Netflix had a couple slower yeah. episodes. There especially maybe in like season, a fight. especially in season two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, but yeah, again, when you like, you have to write it, write it a certain way, and yeah, you have to stick to that when you release it. If you write it as a binge show release it as a, as a binge show i mean yeah i mean the mandalorian could get away with that one especially when it's more episodic you know that, right. that tailors more for week-to-week releases but but now the, the last few episodes definitely helped a lot um i i still have my worries about some stuff i'm kind of noticing with the show because yeah, like, one too. of the things i really didn't like about this season was how they just completely swept the whole super terrorist storyline away in the very first scene of the first episode it was yeah. like okay that was the big kind of like uh uh cliffhanger from the last season that we mm-hmm. thought was gonna be this cool storyline and then no nope. it's just gone and i and i kind of worry about the, the 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 all the patients in that one hospital that kind of being in a similar situation and then i also do feel like lamplighter was just kind of like oh he's gone now he's wasted because that was such an interesting character and it was william ashmore and it's like oh it was, it was Iceman. perfect yeah. we got <laughs> Iceman playing pyro now it's all coming back around like this is great and then uh yeah then he's just no i'm gonna burn myself up and and that's it it's like well why you were like the most interesting character we had going on the show right now 
Yeah, it's like I thought they were going to recruit him and, and like especially like Maeve trying to recruit the other people like start to build their own anti seven league, you know. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not going to have that. He just lights himself on fire because Huey's an idiot. Well, that is well, that is true. But uh, I still I still hate Huey. That, that hasn't changed. He he had a purpose in the first season and and does not in this one. No, and they, no. It, it's so bad that they literally just say it constantly. And it's like, yeah, okay, well then do something with him. Like that that they, they're they're using it as a crutch now. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's become a crutch where they're like, huh, huh, we don't know what to do with Huey, so we'll make it. We'll say that, and it's like, all right, well that's funny maybe once, but then right. do something with him. And yeah, they're, they're just though. not, which is kind of annoying. Um, yeah, no, but but these were a lot. These were these were two solid episodes. The whole, the whole. Uh, although I, I still am, I'm still very confused with a lot of stuff. Where it's like, sure. So, is Vought's plan Stormfront's plan, or is that more her own personal thing? Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. I, because I'm I know assuming... that she was appointed by. Uh, I'm sorry, I only know him as Gilbert from Community, yeah. but or um, Gus. yeah, but um, well, yeah, I know she was like appointed by him. But right. her stuff seems very different from what Vought ever was in any way, shape, or form. So I really don't know what's go- what's going on with that. That that's very confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I feel like this, the, the first season when it did so well was really, like, showing what Vod is. Right. And, like, what, what their goals are. And now, this is just changing all of it, and but yeah. not in a coherent storyline way. So, it's just, now Vod's just this thing. It's almost like a MacGuffin at this point. Yeah, kind of. Because at first, it's like, okay, they're all about, they're basically, they're basically even more evil Disney. Right. Where, you know, all they care about is like PR and, and right. you know, profits. And they're just about like making money on superheroes. Like, they're just an entertainment right. company with that. Yeah. So, image is everything. But this season, it's like their image has been tarnished. Faith has been like forever broken. But, but has uh, it? No big deal. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was. So. And then now it's everything's fine. Ex- yeah. Except the government's more on them. I, I don't and know. Then what, and what's going to happen now with freaking half of Congress being killed at the end? Yeah, of the, the only last thing episode? I, the only thing is, I, I wish they didn't make that so freaking obvious. Like, I knew exactly what was going to happen before the Congress scene even oh, happened. Yeah, you, you knew the, you knew the one doctor was going to die. Once it was I coming sure. out, it's like, okay, well, clearly someone's going to come in and just kill a bunch of people, and that's going to be a big hectic cliffhanger conclusion. Like, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that 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 was kind of disappointing. I mean, it's fine, but it was kind of disappointing, I guess. But uh, I don't, I don't know. It, it does it feel like to you they've kind of shifted what they're parodying a little bit, or, or not parodying, but like commentating on for this season from the first season? Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely, now it, it seems feels way like... more left wing based. Yeah, for sure. Than it was in the first um, season. The first season was much more corporate based like right. it was about Vaughn and this and the entertain and make you know uh, a parody uh, making fun of the entertainment industry yeah yeah and being like this is you know the this toxic environment and, and these companies and how they run and all this stuff like that's what it seemed like and now it seems like it's just another uh right-wing government uh yeah like, like kind of like, liberal based kind of commentary thing like it seems like it's 
shifted way more to that level. And there was always some of that, but it seems like it's just gone way further to that. Yeah, like especially the the last episode, like the beginning of the episode shows that random storyline of the guy who becomes I'm like a... I'm so sad. That was Fat Neil. I was like, oh, was I was it? so excited. That was Fat Neil from Community. And I was like, hey, yeah, there like he that, is. That was, and then they did this, re- this stupid whatever dumb... Incel. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like, oh, gosh. That's, all, wasted. that's all that was. Yeah, that was basically like... That was literally what the media thought was going to happen with Joker is every guy was yep. going to turn into that guy. And it's like, okay. And again, like what, what did they have to do with the story? Nothing no, like nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing so yeah, all. you're definitely, you're definitely, you're definitely right where it has gotten a little bit more. It used to just be anti-consumerism and anti, you know, monopolies, but now it's kind of like, okay. But, but to be fair, the showrunner is a complete leftist retard, but well, it's nothing course, new. Well, of course. I mean, obviously, but and Seth Rogen too, who's also executive producer. So that doesn't help. No, no. I mean, and that was always, I mean, that was always apparent even with the first season, but, but, yeah, the, the but, but it was, still was, it was much more down. on Hollywood in general than it yeah. was. It was less political than it is now it seems like it's just gotten a lot more political which is that part's unfortunate but it is it at least got more entertaining the last two episodes so that's good we'll see how it finishes up you guys already know because literally it's out by the time this episode comes out so i'm sure it'll be a big big finale we'll see we'll see what happens um all right well that was fun now it's time to get into the uh the episodes that we're talking about today Batman 66, we got uh, the greatest mother of them all and Ma Parker. Um, Ian, would I be wrong in saying we have gone back into uh, the uh, Archer territory? Um, I, I don't know. In some ways, yeah, but also I think it wasn't as bad as you would think it would be hearing like who the villains are. But Well, it was definitely a slightly better written episode. Yeah. I mean, you, th- you think it's Archer in terms of the villains solely? Uh, yeah. And yeah. just kind of the whole, it just, it felt the the script was okay. Like, like the, the plot is decent. Yeah. The, like Ma Parker's gang, like all that's pretty well written. But other than that, everything just felt lazy. Like everything, even, even Adam West and Burt Ward didn't, didn't, did not seem like they were, as as good as they normally are like everyone just seemed kind of blah with with <laughs> these two episodes it, it was definitely definitely not a creative episode no. um because like even like how they how they find them and like the, how the story moves like along, all that stuff just like... seemed very lazy like this show is is built on being absurdist and ridiculous and right. stuff like that but but at some point it gets to be where it's like Oh well, the answer is this, and you're like, well, but but why then? Yeah, and there was a yeah, lot I, of that in this episode where it's just like, here's the answer, and you're just like, but but why? Yeah. Like again, yeah. th- this show can do that, and that's yeah, what it yeah. does. But but it does it in a funny way, like right. it's used as humor. It was not used as humor in in this these episodes. It was just done as like, a, here's the answer. And most of yeah, it, most of the time, it wasn't even like funny, like because even if it can be ridiculous, it can still be clever. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. You know, like there's just certain, I don't know, funny, uh, you know, Instagram videos or, or funny vines or, or stuff like that where 
the humor comes from it just being like whatever example they use is like a perfect ridiculous example and that's what makes it funny i don't know do you know what i'm talking about i do yeah yeah. maybe the joke or whatever they're doing really isn't that funny but it's just the the perfect words are picked or the perfect ridiculous example or something that makes it funny that's what this show does like that that's that's what this show does so well is that type of thing but but when they don't quite hit that it it just kind of it just kind of comes off as just kind of yeah and there was like there's quite a few moments of that yeah, I mean, this episode was very restrained, and normally that wouldn't be a bad thing because they're kind of, you know, balances out the episodes that are way more absurd and stuff like but that. It's but also it, ridiculously it, absurd at the same time. Yeah, it's still pretty absurd, but yeah, the, the, the restrained parts of this episode kind of just felt more like them not trying to be a little bit more serious, but yeah, kind of more just lazy and, oh, you know, we don't have to be as. No, no, no this episode is so much less serious. It's, but that's the problem. It's it's way mm-hmm. less serious, but it's also way less over the top. So it mm-hmm. it, it it seems a lot more just kind of bad in a lot of parts when normally it well, would be more charming. What I, what I what I will say I liked about this episode is I did like the the overall like their plot about yeah. taking over the prison because I thought that was that was different. It was yeah. unique and and again that's not too outlandish. It's just kind of like a like the Arkham Asylum game, uh, but just in the 66 episode or 66 uh show mm-hmm. um but um so i like that and i liked you know but in terms of ma parker and her and her game were they that memorable or kind Ooh. of interesting villains no and uh oh boy would this episode not fly with uh today progressive uh fe- feminism yeah <laughs> especially and, the, the yeah, doctor and, character yeah and i mean she- shelly winters is ma parker and it's another example of kind of a famous actor at the time kind of being brought on to do a guest role in the hit Batman show. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 so far it's really kind of been a 50, 50 type of shot. Um, you know, you, you get, you get art Carney and the archer where you're like, Oh boy, he didn't want to be there. And then nope. I don't understand so many things I've read still compare Van Johnson's performance to all these others of like phoning it in and not caring. And I, I, Oh, you can't. wholeheartedly disagree. I think Van Johnson did a great job. Um, as yeah, a I, like, I, I thought like that the- was a great character and I don't understand why there's so much hate for that character in those episodes. Like it's lumped in with all of these characters and I just don't understand. I think it well, significantly yeah, but- stands out. Oh, but- it does. But I feel like people just do that with the show in general. They feel yeah. like, Oh, every episode is the same and ridiculous. And there's no nuance within the show. And obviously people don't respect it for what it is, but sure. But, but- th- these are people that do like the show uh, for the most oh, really? part, but they still oh. lump kind of his character in with everyone else, which several things That's I tough. read do that. And, and that just bugs me. Cause I, I highly disagree. Uh, yeah, Shelly Winters is terrible in this, obviously. Yeah. Um, like, I don't even know there's no acting involved, just kind of yelling. And, and that's, that's yeah, kind of it. Um, it's her definitely hamming it up and, you know, then being not like, in a oh, fun way. No, no, not really. Not in a nuanced way, not in a fun way, not in a funny way, just kind of, it's like a bad, it's like a bad community theater performance. Like it's just like a bad acting performance. And yeah, not, can, not not in the way this show works. It just just bad. Yeah, you can tell there was like no direction or anything. It was literally yeah. just them being, oh well, her in this role will be enough, and it, it would just be entertaining to watch her take on such a ridiculous 
type of uh, character or whatever, but it's still you have to give them some type of well, that's like, the thing. personality. All, or... this, this is one episode that really stood out. I, f- I felt like almost every acting performance was just bad. Like, everyone is just bad. Like I said, even Adam West and Burt Ward, who are never bad per se, but they are not nearly as good as they normally are. Like, all the acting performances are just stilted, no emotion, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. They're all so blah. All of them. Like, I even, there's, we only get one scene with Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara, which is the best scene in the whole two episodes. And Oh, I disagree. Okay, okay. Well, fair enough. But, uh, and so, obviously, those are two of the all-stars of the show, so not having them throughout the thing is a little disappointing anyway, but... Sure. But it's just everyone. Just Ma, obviously, Ma Parker's terrible. All of the other children, people are children. just horrible yeah. actors. Yeah. The 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 like people that have like one line or a handful of those are just horrible. Like the warden is bad, and we've seen the warden before, where he's fine and he's terrible in this. Like I, whoever the directing with it was clearly done by someone who was not up. It was directed okay by Oscar Rudolph and. Uh, I think that is probably the biggest problem with these episodes. Like the directing, the actors are just not good. Yeah. I mean, he's there. There are plenty of directors out there who are just, you know, more like visual type guys um, who will, will admit they're not really good when it comes to coaching actors. Cause actors love coaching. They love like specifically like giving as much direction material as possible. Most actors, but so that he definitely might be one of those cases because I, I I could definitely tell, especially when uh, Batman and Robin are, are in the chairs, it's like they really just weren't like even playing up the fact that they might die. It was nope. <laughs> Robin was like, oh, at the time it's almost twelve o'clock when we're gonna die. And it's like, oh, yeah, don't leave. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is interesting. So, all right, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there, but I'm just looking oh, up ahead. this director. He's he directed a lot of TV shows around here um, through the '60s and '70s and stuff. He directs a ton. Of these episodes. 36 Batman episodes he directs. Whoa. But this is the first one. Third season? Yeah, that, oh boy. But, but, I'm looking at some of the names of these, and some of these are some of the top-ratest episodes. He directed the two top-ratest episodes. No, okay, he directed the four top-rated Batman series episodes. What? Yeah. No, what? uh, the, um, The next Catwoman ones we'll get to. In, in a little in a few weeks are the top rated ones on IMDb and then the uh the Green Hornet episodes are the next highest oh, wow. highest rated ones and he he directed all of those so I guess he gets better what? I guess yeah maybe I, I, maybe something was happening on set yeah maybe it wasn't him maybe it was other stuff going on but uh it, these it are the first been. two that he directs these are the first two so well it's a, it's a good thing they brought him back and didn't you know go off of these episodes alone yeah because... yeah because these are these are terrible so it's it's good that it gets better that that's good for him good for uh Again, I, good for oscar rudolph him. yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad that he came back at least but yeah i don't know if i would call him terrible but you're definitely right about where yeah even that that usual type of like stuff you can count on just the the, the everyone giving it a hundred percent even if it's not the you know guest appearance yeah. or whatever but the, the but the, the regulars are giving a hundred percent you didn't see that. There are there are a few good moments though that I think we do have to talk about. There are a couple good moments. Uh, w- one of my favorite moments is right at the beginning with with Robin learning Greek. Yeah. Right off the bat, I, I love anytime Robin's being taught stuff is always great. Um, that's oh, yeah. always always a winner. 
Um, it's also funny that it's Greek. I took two years of ancient Greek in high school. Um, mm. So I, I got a little uh, PTSD from seeing those letters up there and hearing them use words that I had to do a lot, like parse. And it was like, oh boy, I forgot all about that. Um, <laughs> I love Greek history, but I can't imagine trying to learn it as a language. Ugh. It's very difficult, especially, and, and again, this is ancient Greek, which isn't even yeah. spoken now. It's totally different. It's like, you know, Irrelevant, like Latin. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that was funny. And that, that had the best line probably of the whole episode. Where, 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 uh, where Aunt Harriet is, um, where, where Aunt Harriet is like, uh, all right, what do you want to, what do you want to do first? Parse, conjugate, or decline? And he just goes, decline. (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. I forgot about that line. That was was great. That was a great line. That was good. Uh, the other good moment is definitely when Patman just stops to, to tell the one citizen to lock his car doors and, <laughs> and gives him a bumper sticker. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. That was great. Um, and, and it's also funny because apparently around this same time in the 60s, there was a like a, a federal thing going around like where the government was telling people to, to lock their cars. Like apparently this was like ah, a new thing of cars GSA, being locked hey. or whatever. So, but again... But I, I was reading some stuff about this, and and it's unclear whether they're parodying that or actually f- championing that in the show, because oh. stuff like that is impossible to tell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's one thing the show always does well. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's definitely good. Also, the this is, I mean, other than I guess Green Hornet, but this is the first time we've actually had like a cameo from I guess a a reoccurring character, and we get to see. A, that uh you i lost you there for a second oh uh the other cool thing was uh freaking just seeing catwoman out of nowhere yeah that was the best part of the whole episode by far is just just seeing julie newmar there is just like oh that's nice and then name name dropping penguin and joker who they couldn't get to make a cameo i don't know how they got julie newmar to show up just for this but yeah i know right i mean i'm fine with that more julie newmar's always welcome that's for sure. On, oh God! Yeah. Can't have but, can't have enough Julie Newmar. So that that was nice to see. I enjoyed that. Um, but I will say, I th- I think the funniest moment, hands down, is I mean, and it's, I know and what it's my weird funniest moment it. is. Oh, go ahead. I want to hear yours. Okay. No. So so no. My favorite part by far was right at the beginning, the one scene we get with Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara, when. They they find that Mar Ma Parker is in Gotham City for the first time, and then Commissioner Gordon just like, oh no, she's never come here before, and it's like, why do you think that is, Chief O'Hara? And he just with a straight face goes, because of our wonderful police force, <laughs> just with the straightest face, and mm-hmm. Commissioner Gordon just turns and just looks at him like he's this three year old, poor little slow kid, and it's just like <laughs> no. It's because of Batman. <laughs> like that moment was so funny. It was so funny. Cause you know, a lot of times, you know, it's just, I, I just love it. Cause commissioner Gordon is, is kind of like that anyway, but, yeah. but then with chief O'Hara, it's not, it, it's like in the, it's like in the office, you know, you have Jim and then you have Dwight, but then you have yeah. Andy and Dwight mm. gets to be the Jim. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking and, about. Yeah, uh, it's, it's and accurate. I, I love it. And those two are just the best. 
I mean, th- those two are right up. I mean, they're they're right up there with Burt Ward and, and Adam West. They're just freaking all stars of this show. They they give it a hundred percent every time. They kill it right. every time. Criminally underrated. Chief O'Hara never ceases to be have the funniest moment of basically every episode. Like the funniest moments of this show, like the top, at least two of the top five, have to have come from from Chief O'Hara. At least for me. The the funniest part of the whole show was Chief O'Hara back. I think it was the Minstrel episode. Um, oh, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was. And uh, this is just another just winner where certain characters are just built to be funny w- when they're dumb enough to believe the stuff that they do. Like that to me is like the secret to like a truly hilarious character. Oh, and yeah. and I don't exactly know how to explain it. That's just that's the best way I can do it. And it's it's like Troy in Community. He's by far the funniest character, and part of it is just because he's he's just dumb enough to believe everything that he does, and it, well, it just like, adds this extra level of humor. And the same thing with Chevy Chase in Community as well. If we're gonna stay on that, he's also in that same kind of level, and that's why to me those are the two funniest characters in the show because they just have this extra bit of stupidity where they just believe the stuff they do and it just makes stuff so much funnier well it's, it's like my favorite performance of all time is kevin klein and a fish called wanda otto is totally that character where he thinks yeah. he's a genius among all these you know peasants and it's like no dude you're you're well, actually probably the dumbest one here well that's that's even that's even a whole step up that that's a whole yeah. different level of of that type of character but yeah but but you're right it, it still is in that same type of vein and it just it to me that's just a perfect blend of comedy at least for me, um, and that's why I, I don't know that that's why there's just certain characters that just work in that type of thing, and that's that's Chief O'Hara and Commissioner Gordon, but Chief O'Hara is on the extreme end of that level, but uh, and that that that's my favorite that was my favorite part of of these two episodes. Unfortunately, it was right at the beginning, but um, yeah, well, but, I, actually, my favorite part was. Um... Actually, toward in the second part, toward the end, um, it, as it kind of mentioned earlier, it kind of is ruined. And I think the reason why it isn't like by far when it could be one of the best moments from the show, but it isn't is partially because the acting wasn't convincing. But it's, it's the scene where Robin and and Batman break into the prison and they get caught <laughs> by the one guard. Yeah, and it's a scene where, in context, it can absolutely work for this show, and and the humor is perfect for this show. But the actor who does the security guard or whatever, or I guess the fake yeah, yeah, security yeah. guard, actual criminal, just doesn't pull it off. Where again, as absurd as the line is, it still could work in the show, but just with a more like dedicated actor. Like I think of the one, the crazy doctor actor from the oh, the Mister Freeze know, episode. Exactly, yeah, someone that guy like was him. Great. But it, it, but it's when like you know he he's holding Batman and Robin at gunpoint, and Batman's like trying to talk him out of it. He's like, you don't want to do this. He's like, you're making a big mistake. He's like, you know. This this is there's no turning you know back from this you know he's like even though you're in jail you can still become a good citizen when you get out he's like and Batman says you know in 48 years you're a free man <laughs> <laughs> and the guy actually believes it or the guy actually agrees he's like you're right why would I throw my life away <laughs> he's like in 48 years I'll be out of here he just throws his gun out there it's like yeah dude you're already in your 40s you're gonna die in this prison <laughs> yeah like, even if even if you do get out you're gonna be dying but again it. As absurd as it is, it could absolutely work with the humor in this show. But it could. Yeah, but the guy, like the guy, just doesn't. Where he's like, "You're right," and just throws his gun. And it's like, damn it! But but I still thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was a great line. Yeah, 
because again, just Batman deadpan. Actually, like Batman again, not even trying to trick him and be like, "Oh no, this dumb idiot doesn't even realize he'll die in prison." Batman's actually being sincere. He's like, "No, right. good time. You'll be out here in forty-eight years and can still contribute to society." Yep. <laughs> but that, that was my favorite moment. Yeah, that that was a great moment. Um, <laughs> although uh, speaking of that, although we do know that Batman can't. This is another weird thing. Is the tones are there's so many weird things like that. Like, right, that's the way Batman is right like that's the way he is he he's deadpan he, he's completely serious and all that but then he does that exact same thing but with the but for the opposite reason with legs when they're oh yeah and and it's the exact same type of thing but he's actually tricking her yeah manipulating her one, which we've yeah. never seen batman do before yeah good point yeah you're totally right because yeah with the with the guard he's he's being serious right. no son <laughs> think about what you're doing even though you're probably older than me will probably die long ahead of me but yeah you're right he just straight up you know reverse psychology he harley quins or, her yeah you're right he harley quins her it's yeah. the exact same so now we know paul dini is stealing from the 66 batman with with mad love well a lot of things got stolen from this episode freaking uh, speed <laughs> although i guess speed is instead of the uh, the Batmobile going over 60 miles an hour, right. you know, but, but I thought that was kind of funny. That, that was another great moment. See, that was another great Batman moment when they're, when they're driving the whole thing is, Oh, if they go oh, over 60, it'll yeah. blow up. And he's sitting there and you're going 55 and I'm like, you know, I'm hungry. Let's hurry up and go. It's like, no, no, we got to obey the rules of the road, Robin. That was great. Any of that stuff's always great with the show. <laughs> um, I saw one guy complaining about the fact yeah, that yeah. Batman always, you know, Oh, well, then later in the episode when they're at Wayne Manor and they get a thing about Ma Parker robbing the, the, the armored truck or whatever, then they, yeah. they speed over there and then get there in time and they're 14 miles away. And I was like, well, yeah, no, duh. If it's an emergency, they can do that. We established that in an earlier episode with that scene with the citizen and the cop in the car oh, yeah. when they're like, yeah, how yeah, come yeah. Batman gets to drive like this? And it's like, well, because he's an officer and he's saving people. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. And it's like. This moron writing this thing, like, we've established this. Of course he can do yeah. that. He's a, it's a, a police point. car. Yeah, it's like when they, when they put on their sirens, they can right. blow any red light they want. Right. And Batman, yeah, they're duly so deputized agents of the law. Oh, yeah. We've established that. Anyway, I thought that I thought that was funny. But, um, yeah, no, that was great. That was a good Batman moment, too. <laughs> but, again, it's like, then it, all of a sudden he's just like, uh, you know what? We need to check the car. It's it's like there's so much of that in yeah. this episode. Like so that much was, of that. that was We're even very contrived. Again, Batman's known for being able to come up with things that don't make any sense. That's part of the humor with the show. We've talked about that. The greatest oh. examples ever are the the Riddler's riddles. I mean, that's that's where that yeah. shines the most. <laughs> um, I mean, Ballpoint Banana is the greatest thing that's ever <laughs> come from this Batman ever. Um, is that whole yeah. scene from the movie? Um. So that works, but I don't know. The, yeah, when it case. happens in this, it's not done in a funny way. It's never done in a funny way. It's just or done clever. in a lazy yeah. way. Yeah, or yeah, a clever yeah. way. Again, because it's clever with how absurd they make these things. That's right, where the yeah. that's where the you know the comedic writing comes into play. That's where the effort comes into play. And and there's just not a lot of that in these two episodes. Also. It's funny because they do a whole thing with how Ma Parker and the gang are the worst shots in the world and they can't hit anything, which is funny, but then they constantly win and you're like, this doesn't doesn't make any sense. How is Ma Parker with one gun who is the worst shot ever holding off an entire battalion of police officers? Yeah, from one window. 
Right. It's yeah. again, this type of stuff wor- can work in this show, but right. it's just if they put forth the effort. Right, but it's just done lazily. Also, why this must have been I don't know. They must have been some must have been going on because there's no climbing scenes. They skip all the climbing scenes. We don't we don't get a single one. Oh, yeah, they even they even mention it. No. Yeah, we don't even they 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 throw the bat rope and then we just cut to them up. Like we don't ever get to watch them walking up the walls. I wonder if that set hey, burned right. down or I don't know. Something was broken on it. I don't know. But that was disappointing. Huh? I was disappointed. We got the stand clear, Robin, which is always great. And then then we oh, didn't yeah. get to watch them <laughs> climb up the walls. Yeah, I was bummed. I was bummed. I was uh, yeah, that was disappointed. Gotta give us that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so I that was very noticeable for me. Um, the uh, the electric <laughs> chair thing was pretty. That was that was interesting. They're trapped electric chairs, and of course, they she couldn't just turn them on because she had to wait till midnight so that it wouldn't show up on the power grid or something like that. And uh, Batman using bat code. Uh, in his yeah. utility belt, I guess it's like Morse code. It's Morse code, Ian. It's it's Morse yeah. code. Um, and it's loud enough to come through Wayne Manor, but fortunately, only Alfred heard it, so that worked out. Yeah. Also, he only sends the message once. Isn't the whole point of Morse code is like you just keep repeating it a bunch of times so that someone yeah, you actually to. will get it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that that didn't happen. He did it once, and fortunately, Alfred was there. Um, and then, I, and then I guess Alfred has the authority to tell the the Gotham Power Company to turn off the power. <laughs> I I guess. <laughs> or maybe, maybe maybe uh maybe Bruce Wayne like owns part of Gotham comp- Power Company. I can believe that. I mean that makes sense, right? Yeah, and then be like, oh, Bruce Wayne, you know, orders you to turn off the power at midnight. Oh, whatever it says, he he pays the bills around here. So yeah, well, I'll give I him mean, pass. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I I I could go with that. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of, you know, that's fine, I guess, as far as, and then, traps but then go. you also gotta love, you gotta love how they, they get around the climax when Robin's like, what about all the other criminals we have to fight? And it's like, oh, extended action sequence. And Batman's like, no, 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 they were all in their cells. And so when the power went out, they're all locked in there. It's like, oh, <laughs> how convenient. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was, that, was, uh, that was we are out of time and out of budget. <laughs> yep, there there was a decent amount of that with this. Um oh, yeah. the, Okay, we got to talk about a couple of things. One, the uh the the rocket power wheelchair, another highlight. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Another highlight of this episode for sure. Ma Parker in the old folks home <laughs> going into the wall. <laughs> just just rocket powering right into the wall was <laughs> that was awesome. And that's what, always funny. Come what on. was going on? Like what was the plan? To break through the wall, like I don't, I don't know, but that was that was amazing. I mean, if you wanted to get caught, did you have to go through all that? I feel like that's a lot of pain for no reason, but it was awesome. It would have been hilarious if she just like gave herself a concussion or just her, <laughs> front of her skull was caved in and just the whole plane is gone. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, another thing that I noticed. Um. Uh. Which you don't see, you don't see stuff like this a whole whole lot. But when they're um, it, being put in jail, you see that they're all wearing prison uniforms, and of course, and of course, Legs' prison number is thirty five twenty three thirty four. 
Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that type of stuff in the show. But Ooh. um but that was that, that was that was clever, I guess. Although, although of course the one person not in the prison uniform is Catwoman. Right, yeah. Well uh, the supervillains <laughs> are never. Remember we had the well, I guess the Joker wasn't in prison. The Joker was yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess he was, but the penguin wasn't. No. So I don't know. Maybe they get their costume back for good behavior. Or they probably just want to see Julie Newmar in that freaking Which, costume all the time. That is that's definitely understandable. That's, that's the most relatable thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine with everyone. Um uh yeah. I oh no, I forgot no, I forgot to mention the freaking uh the warden. You know who he looks like? Freaking uh Peter's landlord from Spider Man. Eh, yeah, uh, a little bit. Mr. Dekovich. Uh, yeah, that's the same. I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, I guess a little bit. Yeah, I could I could I see could. it a little bit. I just kept thinking of him every time I saw the warden. But yeah, that, that, that room was terrible this episode. But I just kept thinking, rent. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the warden's good in other episodes. Yeah, like, he the, 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 the first, uh, the the penguin one when the penguins like being set free, or whatever, like that. Yeah, yeah, he's great in that. So again, it's just all the actors just kind of a step down with um with, with this been, one. Yeah, unfortunately, there must have been something going on. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but anyway, I mean, it's 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 fine. They're they're uh. It's definitely near the bottom of, of episodes we've seen. I don't know if it's necessarily they're the worst. But, oh, I don't think so, no. But they're in the bottom group for sure. I, I didn't I didn't love them. I thought they were just I def- okay. I definitely don't need to see any more of Mom Parker and, and her no, kids. <laughs> no, no. Which, do no. we? Do you know? Um, I I don't know. I Hand, let's see. Wait, I'll, I'll I look it up. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see if... Uh, let's see if Shelly Winters shows up in any more episodes. If I, I had to guess, that. I would guess no. No, I, I don't think anyone came, walked, came you know away from this episode raving about. I need to Mom look Park. up. Uh, I wonder how many Oscar winners ended up being on this show. I, I know there's. I know there's. Okay, yeah, these are the only two episodes that she's in. Okay, um, thank God. But yeah, I wonder how many. I need to look that up. I, I'm sure someone has that somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. How many Oscar winners are um have been on this show? Because uh, I feel like the bigger the star, the less of a performance they give. Yeah, that does, that is a thing. That's a good point. It does seem to be. They, they think they're way above the material, which you know I guess. Yeah, but. that I mean that's probably why. Again, the exceptions are the main villains. You know. Yeah. The, yeah they're, they're the exceptions. Cesar Romero, Burgess Meredith, Frank Gorsh. I mean, these are all movie stars, and they're oh, yeah. they're all you know they're they're all. 100% just knock it out of the park each each right. and every time so which I mean which is why they're the main ones man I wonder how long it is till we get actual villains again oh, it's been a while hasn't it I know God. it's been since the Catwoman episodes whoa damn uh, let's what's, see uh, what's the next, where are the next episodes yeah I know that's what I'm looking up now Um, we got the Clock King in the in oh, our okay. next episode, so that'll be interesting. We haven't seen Clock King before. Oh, oh, and then we get the first Egghead episodes after that. Oh, wow. okay, that's nice. Now, now we're stepping up. Now we're stepping <laughs> up. Once we get to uh, once we get to Egghead. Whew, speaking of big stars, yeah, yeah let's, I totally let's, forgot about Egghead. Let's get some. Oh, come on, yeah, let's get some. Let's get some Vincent Price in there. That's gonna be great. <laughs> um, okay, the Penguin is the, is gonna be the next main. Or, uh, the next main villain, and that's one, two, three, four. That's four groups episodes from from now. So oh, wow. okay. it's it's a ways. Yeah, 
Then we're going to get Mr. Freeze again, which is a different Mr. Freeze because there's three different actors right. playing Mr. Freeze. <laughs> uh, then we got yeah. some. So then we'll have some Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, then, then, yeah then, then we'll have more Penguin. And then we have cool. uh, some Catwoman. Nice. There, there's the most Penguin and Catwoman as far as main villains in this season. Um, not a lot of the others, hmm. which is which is same. We do get a lot of we do get a lot of Catwoman though. That's so that's, that's, totally that's good. So that that is good. Yeah, there's there's a lot of Catwoman in this in this season, which is nice. which is definitely great. Including apparently the two highest rated um I um episodes of this show on IMDb are both Catwoman episodes from this season, but it's way farther down. Like it's not for a while, but. Apparently are there, those are the two highest rated ones. Um, I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, would. I've seen these. They yeah, were. these are. I forgot about these. Again, They're I've good. watched much more of the first season than I have right, the right, uh, right. second season, just because it's so long. But yeah, no, I, I, I think I remember these. Yeah, it's where Catwoman mind controls Batman and Robin. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that that yeah that'll be fun. But that's not for a long time. Um. Oh man, I forgot about that one. The one with Batman in the suit of armor. Yeah, that's going to be fun, too. No, there, there's sweet. definitely some good episodes. Ooh, the shame episodes are good, too. Yeah, that's going to be great. We get Uncle Ben in those two episodes, oh. which is solid. Yeah, Cliff uh, Cliff Robertson, is that his name? Yeah. he He's uh, he's shame in these two episodes, which is... Okay. Th- those are th- That, to me, is uh, one of the other underrated villains, like with the minstrel. Not enough mm-hmm. people care about shame. I like Shame. I think he's a great villain. I like those episodes a lot, but those are those are not for a while. But yeah, the next Bam, the next uh, six six episodes we get are the Clock King's crazy crimes and the Clock King gets crowned. So again, we're we're back to not, Still not, not rhyming. rhyming. No, no. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, we do for the Egghead one. That one does rhyme again. So oh, that's so. good. Uh, to be honest, I'm I'm kind of seeing a trend with a lot of these. For the most part, it seems like if they rhyme, they're going to be better episodes. I, I was wondering. I'm like, not completely guys. though, because the the yeah. Archer episodes rhyme and the Minstrel right. ones don't. So yeah, and and Those again, really we're not outliers. gonna. And again, I have to mention this every time. We're never going to find a better episode title than Barbecued Batman. We're never going to find <laughs> yeah. a better title than that. I I, no. I can guarantee that. Um, that is the laziest and the perfect title ever. But um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, okay, so next we're going to be back in uh, the Batman animated series, Ian. So, yeah. uh, so that'll be that'll be fun. Obviously, animated series, we switch off with uh, with with the uh, Batman show, which I which I think definitely was the best way to do it. Cause oh, it, God, yeah, it would get way too monotonous if we just battered down and did one <laughs> continuously. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, the good news is next week, or maybe not next week, the the next episode, we are going to get two of the best Batman animated series episodes with the Demon's Quest part one and part two, and then a not great episode with his Silicon Soul. So it'll, it'll even it out, but that'll be, that'll be fun because those are, those are two of the, two of the absolute best. Um, we get the real introduction to Ra's al Ghul, even though we got to see him a little bit in off balance. Right. Um, yeah, but no, this is really what everyone knows. Yeah, the, the full on one. And th- this is a, a a really good example of um, episodes that are really taken from uh, from the the comics. Like, the, I mean, yeah. this is very close to the actual adaptation. Yeah. Um, Denny O'Neill um, and Neil Adams story 
of um of Rachel Ghoul. So yeah, that that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Um, I tweet all the links, to all the episodes out, and just random other stuff with pop culture and Batman and superheroes. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Markbrand. You can follow me at Ian Bark Bark. So do that as well. And um, yeah, you have any uh, any any final thoughts, Ian? Yeah, whoever uh, punched uh, Rick Moranis, uh, I hope you die painfully. Oh yeah, I I saw that too. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Of, How of, dare uh, you punch National course, Treasure Rick Moranis? And, and right when he comes out of like being, you know, a recluse, it's like he comes back to society and society repays him by doing this. Ugh. Ugh. Dying, yeah, dying that was, slowly. That was heartbreaking. Now that was that was that was brutal. That's like, come yeah, on, it, man. Of all the it, people, it, like of all the people, like I've never exactly. heard no one has anything but great things to say about Rick Moranis. Like yeah, and again, the and there's, there's not a ton of people like that, and he's he's in that group of people that are just super nice and everyone likes, and has been through so much. Obviously, you know, yeah, the poor guy with 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 all the all the personal stuff that he's had to deal with. He's been retired from acting for I don't know what twenty years or so uh, for yeah, a long time. It's just like man, all the people that does not deserve to be treated like that. It's like come on. Yeah, if that doesn't sum up twenty twenty perfectly, <sighs> I don't know what does. That is true, man. I need to go watch Spaceballs again. I know that's, that's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> I need to watch Spaceballs and Strange Brew and Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. well, of course. Oh man, yeah. So that that is a good thing. That is a good thing to end it on. Yeah, screw you. Um, all right. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a great week. Yeah.